Hi there, I'm Courtney Brandt, and you're listening to CSR One from Amaya FM. I want to personally welcome both listeners of our first season and newcomers to an exciting second season. On this show, we ask you, our listeners, what can we do with our personal platforms to make a difference? What are we using social media for outside of double tapping photos or posting pictures of food? Who are we speaking with and supporting on a weekly, monthly, or annual basis? How can we commit our time and our money to places we're truly passionate about, not just once or twice a year, like the traditional corporate social responsibility, or CSR model does, but on an ongoing basis? Our quest, therefore, continues to speak with individuals from different parts of our community. Anyone who felt the call to try something different and work towards something bigger than themselves. As we head into a new season, we will learn more about charitable initiatives, both domestic and international, that could resonate with you and whatever drove our guests to seek them out. And we'd like to remind our listeners to contribute in your own way, your time, your platform, your place in social media, once a month for someone else. All of you, yes you, listening to this right now can make a difference. Let's get started. Over the past few weeks, I happened on a number of organizations who work with scrap fabric to produce something new to reuse, recycle, and repurpose, rather than just throw away usable materials. Boomerang Bags is an initiative that started all the way down under in the suburban town of Burley Heads, Australia. And today, its network of volunteers spreads far and wide with a growing community in Dubai. It continues to amaze me that in each of our episodes, I discover something new that is happening in my literal backyard. We drove down to Sustainable City to meet with one of the volunteers, Lisa Peterson. It was started uh, by two ladies, Jordan DeBurr and Tanya Potts, in 2013. Neither of them could sew. They recognised there was a problem with plastic in their local supermarket and wanted to make a change. So they went out to their local um, village, uh, town, and basically asked for donations of fabric and if anyone had a sewing machine and if they could help They ended up making lots of bags and they came up with uh, Borrow and Bring Back. Step forward from 2013 to September 2017 in Dubai, uh, one of our neighbours, Meta Bray from Denmark, uh, she decided that Sustainable City would obviously be a great place to bring this uh, to Dubai. So we're the first in the UAE and Middle East. And uh, she decided that, go out and ask all neighbours, send anybody sew. Exactly the same as the original that's, founders. That's one of the things I love about Dubai is there's this community. Yeah. You just not, you can't just knock on a door and put on yeah. Facebook who yeah. who's interested and yeah. and everyone's got materials. Exactly, everyone's <laughs> exactly. had a curtain they don't want or a bed sheet or a, you know pillowcase. So she went out to everyone and had a really good response. And take me through the donation process through to a final product. So basically what happened was uh, she founded the, the, uh, our organization and then she decided, okay, we have a problem at a local supermarket zoo. Um, as every supermarket in Dubai, there's four different types size of bags. You know, you have a choice for your milk. Do you want it in a small, medium, large bag? So she, along with uh, the Sustainable City, uh, went to Zoom and proposed this idea of taking the plastic away and producing bags. With Sustainable City being the way they are, they made us a box out of repurposed uh, pallets, which is amazing. Uh, Diamond and Kingfield, the owners and the management company, they made us a sign and we set to work. Hi, my name is Masha Ruig. 
route here in Dubai. And I'm in Dubai since three years. Masha was one of the first volunteers who joined the team on their local boomerang bags journey. She found out I could sue okay. <laughs> at least like 15 years ago. So <laughs> A key skill, I would assume. Yes. Um, and do most people have their own sewing machines or how does that kind of... Of course, Meta selected the persons <laughs> with their own machines. Now, I think we started with four machines, everybody from his own. And uh, yeah, that, that worked. So our goal was to make 250 bags. So it was a range between like five to 20 people okay. each session. Uh, we started off with a bang, basically, didn't we? And we made loads of bags in the beginning. And then we met every week. Keep on counting. Are we there yeah, yet? Are we there yet? Are we there? Are we there? Are we there? And it took from September to December. And we had so much fabric that we are still using the fabric that she first went out to collect, which wow. is amazing, you know, incredible support from the community. So not only are you repurposing something that uh, was previously going to be, you know, given yeah, somewhere else, and yeah. then you've, like, so for all the Zoom, how many, is it just one Zoom market that's in Sustainable City? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Do you see this as maybe a pilot program for the rest yes. of the city? It, I, would, I, be. it would be amazing. But the, the problem we've had is um, that obviously we put these 250 bags into Zoom, uh, I would say that disappeared within an hour. And the idea at the beginning was it's not to just take the bag and it disappear. The point is that you come to the shop with your own bag. If you forgot your bag, you borrow one. And next time you're shopping with your own reusable bags, you put it back. Unfortunately, that's not the case. It isn't just sustainable city residents using that. There's lots of residents from outside Mm -hmm. the community. So in total, we've put 900 bags in the box. And I would say we've seen 10 come back. I think we just made them too nice. Our listeners can't see, but you've you've uh, shown some of your wares here, and they're all they're eclectic, they're funky. You know, I, I can see somebody, and we were having a conversation before the show that, you know, like they're most of the reusable bags that I have. I just don't like. You would never forget these. You you definitely want to have them. They're kind of, um, and you've got. I guess because people can't see, maybe kind of um, walk us through some of the. The points of the bag, or because there's there's some really cool elements to it, mm-hmm. and we'll put up some pictures that'll go with this. We, we set it up like a production line, so one pe- uh, one person is cutting the handles, the other one is ironing in it, the other one is sewing the handles, the next one is uh, doing the total bag uh, or only the overlocking on the side, and the next person is pinning the handles and pinning the the label on. So we all had working stations, but it was uh, all uh, step by step. So we had a lot of variation. In <laughs> but it was good because people with different experience uh, added something and all with a, a good purpose. Um, the, here, the pink one, for example, that uh, we also know uh, that with the dotted that used to be a, a dress. So we just we got some uh, girls' dresses donated, and from the skirts you can make perfect, nice, uh, funny and dresses. That one even has a pocket. <laughs> that's the label, actually. Yeah, that's the label. And also the label evolved uh, a lot during the years. Uh, at the beginning, we, we bought them printed. Mm-hmm. And at the moment, uh, we are stamping them ourselves because we think that's more sustainable to, uh, to not buy anything. And those stamps, for example, 
they are made by uh, another resident who sadly already left Dubai. But, but uh, Haley Anderson made very nice uh, hand-cutted uh, lino prints. Uh, one of them is, uh, is the logo, but also the leaf prints. Because we have so many white sheets and that's yeah. kind of boring. Yeah. So uh, Haley started with making those fabulous prints and really a lot of variations yeah, she did. made. Like almost no two are the same, which no. is kind of the best part about yeah. it. Um, and they're all very machine washable. So even if you yeah. had some groceries, some, whatever. Yeah. It's all pre-shrunk because mm -hmm. it's pre-used, right? Yeah. <laughs> is it, uh, do you have volunteers from Just Sustainable City? City? Do you have others that come in and help sew? How does, do you just kind of um, put together, uh, okay, we're, we're blocking out Saturday and we're going to all get together and we're going to make 50 or, or how does it work? In the Sustainable City, what's amazing is they've really supported us. So they obviously want to reduce single-use plastic as much as possible. So in the beginning, we used the visitor centre, which is in the plaza. So every Sunday we had carved out as our time mm -hmm. from 10 to 1. That was our set time. Uh, we all went away at summer. As transient as Dubai is, many people leave Basically, all our sewers left. Oh, so no. we had to become inventive and we had to, we decided, okay, let's not do it weekly, let's do it fortnightly. At the same time, they opened Beatfan Art Studio in the Sustainable City. So that became our new home. Um, at the same time, we managed to work with Brother who provided us with eight sewing machines, which is amazing. And you need that kind of support. Yeah, and I do. think, you know, the spirit of this is to be individual and use your platforms. But yeah. when you can connect with a corporation, especially like Brother, who is like the name brand yeah. for, I, I'm not a sewer, and even I know that it's Brother. Exactly. Um, and what a difference that eight or however many machines, now you can just keep going. So now we've sort of evolved from it just being about making bags for Zoom. We obviously need to be sustainable. So we have not just uh, borrow and bring back, which were the bags for Zoom, we also have bought to support, which go in at Spill the Bean, our local coffee shop, and also Kingfield, the management centre. So there is obviously some way that we can keep ourselves in threads and stitches because we can't just put all our money in this ourselves. It needs to be sustainable. Yes. Hence why we wanted to move away from bought, you know, patches to now obviously incorporate as many people as we can. So we have a lady that spots in phases that does all our screen printing. You know, so people that have got amazing skills, not sewing skills, you know, admin, uh, you know, marketing, all different things. Right. You don't need to be a sewer to come to our group. It's about making friends. It's about, you know, doing something that you feel good about, having a coffee, yeah. you know, drop in, drop out. We'll be right back with more on Boomerang Bags right after this. Stay with us. Welcome back. I'm Courtney Brandt, and you're listening to CSR of One with our guests from the Boomerang Bags Initiative. We love hearing from our guests about the kind of communities they're building around their passion. To see partnerships like the one with Sustainable City or the Zoom store or Brother donating machines to the team is a perfect example of how we can achieve more together. And, as one would expect, such initiatives leave behind lasting memories. I think mine certainly was when we launched into Zoom and Mette, our founder, she had this, she'd seen a picture somewhere and she wanted to have all the bags in everyone's arms. So we literally walked across the road from the visitor center into Zoom, literally like this, with all these bags. And it was just incredible because you don't realize how many 250 bags is until you see them. And it was overflowing. Yeah. You know, we're talking 
millions of different types of colours and, you know, it was amazing. Just to see what we'd achieved in such a small space of time, it was incredible. And it was, I really was proud of us then. My favourite recent memory is as well that we did a workshop last week yeah. with, with the people from Brother, okay. so employees from Brother, with no or very little sewing skills, and especially the one with no sewing skills. Uh, so we let them make the whole bag by themselves. So we, and that's actually where we are, want to go uh, towards also in the, that you come and make your own, f- because you will love it more. And this lady, uh, more of them, but they were, they left all very happy and all so proud that they all yeah. finished their own bag. Not always have access to, you know, sewing machines, no. but just to, the idea, I think, of creating something, you know, that there's something with that. And even now, you know, it might take me six hours to accomplish. <laughs> no, within two hours, really. Yeah, 12 minute bag we made once. <laughs> you know, it's, it's possible. So are you having, are these um, kind of um, training sessions uh, ongoing? Are you expecting to have more of them maybe in the fall? So this year was about, you know, let's change our focus. Let's not be so focused on the Zoom product areas. Let's do something else. And that's given us more, I think, energy. You know, we've done workshops at Easter where we've brought in children and we made smaller bags where they decorated them. And then we did an Easter egg hunt. You know, we did another workshop where just to get like a book bag, come and decorate your own bag. So it's not just about adults, it's about children. And then we've had children come into our stand we have a sewing partner maria from threadworks that had a stand at origin here she was next to us and you know trying to obviously promote her sewing classes but at the same time helping not just the mums but the dads and the children to make a bag Mm -hmm. you know so we are not here to say you know you need to use a bag but it's just about creating a conversation getting people to understand you don't need to take one of the five bags that's available. You have an option. And just put one of these in your bag. Even if, you know, next time you're shopping, you've got to at least you're saving one bag. If you use one of these and a plastic, you've done something. I love the fact that Boomerang Bags goes beyond just being a sustainability initiative and actually teaches its volunteers a new life skill. And this is something they've achieved not just in Dubai, but across 860 chapters around the world. And I just took some statistics from their website, you know, 62,000 uh, kilograms of waste saved from landfill by doing this. You know, all those clothes, all this bed sheets, linen, curtains haven't gone there. They've been made into a bag. You know, it's amazing. They're saying 205,000 recycled fabric bags uh, made since the start. You know, that's a lot of bags, a lot of sewing, yeah. a lot of people coming together, having a conversation and hopefully making new friends and, you know, getting a new hobby. It's crazy. Yeah, in a, in a very sustainable way. So it sounds like the best way for others to get involved mm-hmm. um, would be to, do you have, is there a Facebook group or an Instagram? Yeah, we have both. Facebook okay. and Instagram is the best way. There's also obviously the boomerangbags.org. Um, you go on there and you see us. You know, you can see a map and you can see every single one in the world. And there's also how you can start your own. It is a little bit more difficult in Dubai, but, you know, with the backing that we have from Sustainable City, we are amazing but I think for others we can obviously help and support as much as we can from here so would you you know I'm thinking of you know there's some places like food places that would be you know in Alcoz or something like that where there there might be a partnership do you see that happening kind of in the future or is it enough just keeping up with the demand here I think we we have I think we feel like we've achieved what we can Uh, when it comes to the supermarket for now. We want to attack this um, home delivery again. I think that's the way we've started to build a new stock so we can go in and say, here's 50 bags. We want to see 50 bags here in a week. You know, you need to go in the 
into the house, say, can you just unload and I'll take the bag. But obviously that needs some education. So we need to go in. We have an education system here within Sustainable City to go and obviously educate the employees. It's not just about the people that go in the shop. It's the ones that give the bags as well. Why are you giving the bag when you have this option? And it's just allowing them to be empowered to say, please use this instead, which obviously is a little bit more difficult. But I think for us going forward, we do want to do more collaborations with other places. We've done one with Rags to Riches where we've taken these brother machines and tried to get more people sewing. Um, and I think there's so many things going on that it's important to support other people. They come and support us. And it's, you know, we're all in this doing it for the same reason. Yeah, and it's not about making the largest amount no. of bags because then we could bring the fabrics to a, a professional yeah. uh, sewing place. No, it's but about it, being the tactile. Yeah, and raising the awareness that, uh, oh, I shouldn't wear, use this plastic or I shouldn't accept this plastic bag uh, in the beginning already. But the same with plastic cups, straws, etc. What I'm very enthusiastic about is also that we expand our range, not only from shopper bags, but also to party bags. But what do you think? All these kids go to parties. They get a nice plastic plastic or paper bag with toys. And what do they do with it at home? Well, my girl still plays with it. She has 100 bags and she plays with it all the way. (laughs) We started with these white sheets. We make nice little party bags, which they can decorate themselves at the party. So that's we we launched uh, two months ago and had some parties with it already. It's funny how prevalent plastic is when you yes. really, yeah. And just to, again, it's, it's education, education, education. Mm. When you start and, you know, that bag gets thrown away. Yeah. And the same is we got a big demand as well for produce bags. I finally remember the word. <laughs> Vegetable bags. <laughs> Because in the same supermarket, you go to the to the vegetable and fruit uh, uh, displays, and or it is already packed in the styrofoam. Uh, There's a lot to cut with, down on. Yeah. Or you use your these plastic bags, but why not bring your own reusable produce bags, which are also washable? And uh, I also bought a few, but they are, uh, uh, so I do uh, I know research. Which ones you're I know which ones you're <laughs> and talking they, about. We got a lot of sheer curtains as well, these transparent mm-hmm. one or net curtains. Yeah. And now uh, we have these beautiful broader overlocking machines. We can uh, make these into the nice uh, produce bags as well. And for next session, we're yeah. going to make those. And we already got a lot of interest. Everybody said, oh, yes, I, want, I need those bags. Yeah. So we provide the machines, we provide the fabric, yeah. we will teach you. Yeah. It's not too hard. I think the thing I'm most impressed by is that I came into this thinking like, oh, I don't know how to sew. And that's like the least of it. Yeah. You know, it's like if you have the energy to be interested in this, you basically can come and do whatever. I haven't sewn for a year and, you know, it's not about that. It's just about connecting people, opening a discussion and coming out having fun. You know, make, do something that you've never tried before. It's not, it doesn't matter if the line's not straight or, you know, it's not as good as a person sat next to you just focus on what you're doing and have fun you know and learn something you know come and sew 100 handles it's a straight line my mom would laugh because <laughs> she was like she was a sewer I, I remember it wasn't a brother it was just like this antiquated thing but we did have a sewing machine um, and it is a lost skill you yeah. know I mean our generations ago it would be nothing to just you know we have sew at home kits 
people all over Dubai making our bags and bringing them back. We just recently did 100 uh, Ramadan bags, uh, which is, we've done it twice. We did it last year and this year for care packages, you know, for all the workers in TSC, at the end of Ramadan, they get a bag. You know, and instead of it being a plastic bag, it's a boomerang bag. Yeah. And hopefully they might use it, they might not, but still it was a great cause. We did many things where we tried. There's lots of buggies, for instance, in the sustainable city. So we did like an amnesty. If you put your bag out, we'll collect it. 500 villas, we'll, if you put them all out, we'll come and collect them. Zero response. You know, we um, said, leave all the dirty ones. We'll wash them for you. You know, we tried everything to get them to come back. And you do now and again see some at the pool. You yeah. see some now and again. I've seen them at like a flea market. Someone's, and then I'm like, can I take a picture? I need to, you know, commemorate this moment that I've seen one. So at least it's being used and I feel like it's not wasted and it's not just sat in somebody's cupboard. Um, so we've tried to create awareness, but in the same time, turn it round and say, okay, you didn't manage to get one of our 900 bags. You can support us further by getting one in Spill the Bean or Kingfield office, um, or you can come and make your own. So that's how we've tried, instead of being annoyed and frustrated, we've tried to turn that round into something positive and, and now work towards, you know, companies. Lots of companies have this option to do volunteering yes. and they're not taking it up because they feel afraid maybe to go to their boss. So not just Brother came, but Future Pipe Industries came. So we were, you know, nearly 20 people and they all had an amazing time. You know, they were talking to people maybe from another department never spoken to. So it was amazing to see this. And it's not only a women. Men old young everyone is welcome it's not just do you think that's a problem that's specific to dubai the not returning or have you heard that from other chapters no they've in australia they phase this out because it's become a problem that you know you sewers are getting sewing burnout because they've been doing so you know at home sewing 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 to create all these amazing bags so it then just disappear so they have moved away from uh borrow and bring back to more bought to support and then education you know, and, and it being a platform to speak about this rather than it just being, oh, you're taken aback. If you'd like to learn more, you can check out their website, boomerangbags.org, and we'll also have links in our show notes. Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of our second season, which was hosted by me, Courtney Brandt, and produced by Chirag Desai. If you like what you've heard, please spread the word and subscribe in your favorite podcast player and in streaming apps like Spotify and Angami. We'll be back next week with a brand new guest and another inspiring story. Until then, remember to be nice out there on social media. Think about sharing something for someone else. Goodbye and have a great week.